Okay, we're back. And we're going to get into this story right here about the brick lily. How it more. Car Talk Radio, live in 4K. Fair use. Um, everyone that is on watching, um, who I have with us today is the uh, Black, um, I'm so tired, the Black Ma Nation Network. Black um, they do a lot of, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead, say it for me. <laughs> yes, the Black News Network. News Network, I'm sorry. And, um, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, do you guys want to introduce yourself to... Um, smear her right. or to make her out to be a bad person for people who are watching this my biggest fear for her is that she's going to meet the wrong one um she's going to be doing a lot of this and which is what she does i've known the girl for almost 13 years um she and i fell out i'll get to that later because that's not important right now but um, my biggest fear for her is that she's going to get what she's asking for. Somebody's going to unalive her. Somebody's going to really give it to her like she wants it. And I've seen this girl in action many a times. This is not new for her. And it made me feel, when I first saw the video, I just went again. And not again, and like, you know, oh, something bad happened to her. I'm like, she doing this again? Again? You, got, you just got caught in 2023 years ago doing this. Like, your own people wouldn't even ride for you and support you. So it's like, eventually I'm like, girl, somebody's gonna pull your card. I told her that, you know, and me and her friendship, like we're not, we're not on, you know, like speaking terms. Um, we, I talked to her in 2021 when I had a subpoena come to my house for a 2020 incident that was very similar to this one that she just did. It's like, for you to cuss me out and not like me and get overly drunk, but you use my name in a subpoena because, oh, you're smart and you're intelligent. You wanted me to ride for you, but you dissed me and called me everything but a child of God, so to speak. Right. So, you know, I, my biggest thing, like I said, I hope that she stops doing what she's doing because at this point, people apparently know her character. Right. Um, was not the, Shannon was not the first person to reach out to me. Some people were reaching out to me to be messy. Oh, did you see your girl and this type of thing? Right. I'm like, well, you know, it wasn't like it wasn't coming from a insightful type of place. Right. So I she's definitely it's it it's sad that this it has to come to this, but she was doing this over and over again to make money over and over again, throwing black women under the bus who have been abused, who've actually been abused. OK, this is very similar to the Carly Russell situation. Carly Russell was mocking black women who have been trafficked and kidnapped. There are women missing since 1998, 1998, so over 20 years ago, and she wanted to pull this mess. And this woman here, the brick lady, wants to take advantage of women who've actually been victims of violence and make a come up off of it. It's disgusting. And I really think she needs to be sued because this is, you're hurting Black women were actually victims of violence. And me being the person I am and 
Rhoda has said this about, I have a white father. So a lot of people like to try to, but I come from an African-American woman who was born in Birmingham, Alabama in 1963. So a lot of people, when they see me, they may not see me as a foundational black woman or whatever, but when you see videos of Rhoda, she's got an Afro on and she's, oh, protect black women, power to the people type thing. Do you also tell people that the black, the, the black women that you was hanging with in New York, oh, their wigs are crooked, their wigs be fucked up, excuse me, their wigs be messed up. It's like, huh? Mm-hmm. You know, she, but she's not going to paint that image to y'all. She wants people to believe she's for women empowerment, like, she don't a lot of somali people i don't know how close y'all are with the somali community me living in minnesota being from minnesota we have the highest population of somalis in the united states outside of ohio um so i have been around this community for a long time some of them are amazing people i'm not going to take that away from them but there is a disconnect with African Americans and Somalis because they look at themselves as superior. I tell people that. I know. They will not tell you that they're African American. They look at them. They they're African American and they're black when they want funding or when they want people to empathize with them. But at any other time, I'm Mm. Somali. Somali. I'm Somali. And the bad part about that is, it's actually people out there. There are some Somalis who will tell you, yeah, I'm I, I'm black, I'm African-American or whatever, but it's a very, very small minority because so many of them have this disconnect with African-Americans. And a lot of the girls who don't cover their hair and who are kind of out there in the community, they love black men. They love, it's almost like how white women, they fetishize black men. It's the same way them. They, you know, because Somali men give them issues and they have all this trauma in their lives and some of them have, they were born, you know, in refugee camps in Africa and stuff. So they don't have uh, the same struggles or the same understanding as foundational African-Americans do. They piggyback off of that trauma. Like when Breonna Taylor uh, died, when Sandra Bland died, protect black women, protect black women. It's like, but y'all be calling black women nappy-headed. I have an African. My mother is black. My mother. Unfortunately, when you have those women who say protect black women, those type of women are usually the toxic women that you have to ignore. They're usually ones that are masculine, nasty, have a nasty attitude, and will try to provoke fights with men. Just like what, you know, and they will provoke situations and lie and deceive. Those women you gotta stay away from that make it bad for black women who actually need protection. My mother is dark skinned, so I'd be looking at it like, do they hear how they sound? Right. You know, and yes, they probably yes, they do experience Islamophobia, xenophobia, those type of things. But y'all not telling people that you call them Jadir Adun. Jadir Adun translates to nappy headed N I G G A. That's what it translates to. That's y'all say mm-hmm. about black folks, you know, but I, I I say all of this because um, when you look into her background and people, and I knew people were going to do it. I'm just like, somebody going to pull this girl's card. Somebody is going to pull her card and find out. She will say that black men accosted her and beat her up. And a lot of times it'd be women. So time- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig deep. and uh- I knew that. I knew it because this woman, when you see her, TikToks, this woman look like she don't have a man. 
okay? Or she can't keep a man because of that loud, nasty attitude. And she says, men are not providers. Men are not, you know, they can't provide. They're not protectors. You'll, you have, the only way you could say that is if you're a feminist, straight hard, diehard, delusional feminist, and you're part of the Rainbow Coalition. Okay? And I, when I was in one of these uh, TikTok groups, and I was saying, well, you know, we, we don't see who, if the male attacker, could it be that since she is of the rainbow, maybe she had been beat up by a bunch of girls? Maybe it was a woman that hit her in the head with a brick? And automatically, I got backlash for even suggesting that, to even look at that from all angles. You understand, sometimes with the black community, the, 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 uh, um, from the hood, they're very immature and don't want to look at things from all angles. And this is why the black community, the uh, the um, lower and middle class, they always get got by these other groups because you're not willing to take a very strong stance and let me get all the facts. Let me look at this from all angles, what it possibly could be before I want to join up and join the bandwagon. And what do you know? What do you know? This her friend, her ex-friend says a lot of times this the, the situation she starts are with women, and it's women that be um checking her. What did I say? What did I say? But a lot of times when you try to use brain cells and intelligence with some of these, you know, within the black conscious community or black TikTok, they don't want to hear rational thought. They don't want to hear that. They try to shut you down. Don't you dare. Don't you dare question her her identity. Don't you dare question that part. But you have to look at all angles to get to the truth. And look what's coming out now. Um, you know, I took notes when we were talking. Um, but I'm just going to share, you know, when I first, you know, seen it, um, I, I thought, you know, went through TikTok. I thought it was, I thought somebody had a swollen rea reaction to something. I didn't pay any attention to it when the story first came out. Mm -hmm. Second time it went by, I thought it was a third world country. I wasn't paying attention. Then I saw your video and, you know, I started, you know, doing my little digging and there was a lot of things I didn't like. A lot of things I, I stand for reparations. And I think that was the first thing that triggered me is when I saw um, one of her videos and it had um, when she was slapping the people and had reparations on there. I thought that was very disrespectful. Um, but I just kind of took issue how she cloaks herself in blackness. There's videos of her wearing an afro, talking about, you know, hair texture. She got featured in Essence magazine about hair. So she's she's weaving in and out and it's got to come to a stop. I reported her GoFundMe. I told you know, and I gave a, a good explanation as to why. Um, I also reached out to other friends. Rachel was the only one that, well, at first she was like, mm, but you know, I just, I told her what I was on and you know, she jumped in my inbox and what and welcomed me to, you know, ask her whatever I wanted to ask her. Her other friends, they're, um, you know, when you were talking about her, Rachel, how close a friend, you know, you were with her at the time. They're kind of, um, they're, they're in that sunken place. Um, one was a foundational uh, black American girl. She called me all kinds of names under the sun and was like, um, you don't understand. She was like, she's all for, you know, black feminist empowerment. 
um, I don't, I think that's detrimental with our society. That feminism stuff, feminism, <laughs> I keep telling people, feminism is for white, made for white women, okay? Made by white women for white women. And it has nothing to do for black women except make them completely unmarriageable, completely insufferable, completely divisive, combative, irritating, annoying, and will lead them to a path of the rainbow and single motherhood. That is what feminism will leave for a black woman. Okay. And just, just read what Elizabeth Stanton said about black women, how she felt that they don't need to be, African-Americans don't need to be equal with other races. Minorities don't, she did not want other ethnic groups of women to be equal to white people. That's the thing with feminism. Okay. They say it's about equality, but they will never fight for black men to be equal with white men. They fought for the right for white women to be equal with white men and used black women as a tool, as a means to the ends. When Elizabeth Stanton had her marches, black women were marching in the back. I thought you believe in equality. You guys should be side by side. But no, they had them marching in the back. Even in the days of slavery, you had women who were feminists that owned slaves, had their own version of the Klan, okay? Feminism is for white women. Till this day, if they wanted equality, they would have black women getting paid the same pay rate as white women, but that's not so. So you're fighting for an ideology that wants you docile and wants you to be a nice a tool to be used and discarded. You know, um, your 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 black first before your you know sex comes, especially when you um, fall into like unity. But I just want to ask you a couple of questions or kind of open it up and. Um, I guess if they want to jump in and ask anything, that's fine. But the story that caught my eye that I felt, you know, um, collaborated with what took place that day, allegedly, if, if it was that day, um, was when you were telling me about July 4th in 2020. Mm -hmm. I think if you could just kind of tell that story um, the best way you can, I think people will hear the similarities of what we're assuming uh, what took place and what she was saying. Absolutely. Um, so night started out, you know, pretty good. We went to seven downtown. Seven is a nightclub's closed now. Uh, me, her, and two other Somali girls. I was driving because I'm usually always the designated driver. Um, I'm going to just start you at the door. It, it started at the door. We were downstairs. It was only two people ahead of us in the line. It was an African-American couple, a black couple, a lady and her, her man. And Rhoda walks off to the side to try to get in front of the girl. And the man goes uh, he, to me. He bypassed them and goes to me, excuse me, sister, uh, we in line. I said, oh, okay. And I go, oh, Rhoda, you know, don't get in front of me or they in line. I would never try to cut you off, Black Queen. Oh, no. My, it was very sarcastic, very arrogant, like, and I knew I said, this is going to be quite a night. 
And the girl didn't say anything. She just had a look on her face, you know, and I said, oh, she might turn up tonight. Because, again, I've seen her turn up before. We hadn't been out in years, and the clubs had just opened a month ago. We go in. Um, we're in the VIP section. Uh, she's dancing, and she's always she's always cock-blocked me. That's the thing. So anytime a man approaches me, I don't know. She knocks his hand away, and I'm like, let me go just get my phone. I leave my phone in the car, go downstairs, get my phone. Couldn't get back in the club. The white lady at the door, oh, we're at capacity. You got to wait in line. I text them, hey, hey y'all, I'm outside, same spot. I'll see you when you get out here. 15 minutes later, F you, you fat B-I-T-C-H. We're no longer friends. You're the reason I'm getting my ASS beat. I'm like, where's this coming from? It, it, I, it, it, and But again, I wasn't shocked at it because that was her behavior over the years. I just wasn't expecting her to do that. So it's pandemonium downtown. The clubs have only been open for like a week because of COVID. So it's traffic everywhere. I'm trying to duck and dodge traffic, trying to find her. I'm in front of her staff. I'm here. I'm there. I'm here. I'm there. She finally ends up, you know, getting in the car. And in the midst, I'm looking at her story on Facebook and Instagram. She's posting it. Look what they did to me. Look what they did to me. Look what they did to my face. I'm a PhD student. I'm a PhD student. They mad. They haters. These four big black burly men, they accosted me. They beat me up and they, and they pushed me down the stairs. I mean, she's going all out. So I get out of the car, and at this point, I park my car. I'm walking. I go up to seven. It's a crowd of, I'm going to just say, 100, 200 people. Big old crowd of people. My voice, excuse me, has anybody seen a Somali girl in a leopard print cat suit? Oh, yeah. That B-I-T-C-H is the reason we can't get in. She was trying to fight everybody in the club. Okay. I go around and I see if maybe she had got arrested. So I see a cop, and you know, I don't even like dealing with cops, especially George Floyd had said that this was this was May and this was July that we were in. So I go and I say, excuse me, sir. I see the cops sitting in the car. Did y'all arrest a Somali girl in a leopard print catsuit? Is she studying to be a uh, uh, anthropologist? I said, oh my God. Oh my God. So I knew she had made a scene because her thing is making a scene. That's what I want. That's her thing. She wants everybody to empathize with her. And she, you know, want, when she gets drunk, she, Nappy, get black, B-I-T-C-H. Nappy had a B. I've seen her do this before. You know, and this was just three years ago. This was July 4th, 2020. And from, from July 4th, 2020, up until... 2023 i said she got this karen hilton thing she got all of this stuff i said people are gonna pull her card i told her when we tried to hash it out like a day later i get on the phone with her she's like i'm not in the right headspace to apologize to you i know i was wrong all i wanted is my intellectual property from you my video she did this little thing where she was interviewing people in her community or whatever she collected like almost 1300 for it. she's all she always has a gofundme and she basically you know once she collected the money we went out that night and she's to a point where if she knows people are going to ride for her she's going to put on a show this girl has been putting on a show for years you know so and this was just three years ago you know she spits on people that is how she is and once she starts recording it's like she she don't show you what happened beforehand and even the whole thing with white people or whatever you know I'm not obviously. So did they? Did she have an altercation? Is this what y'all you got subpoena for, or what? This I'm is what I, This is 
what I got subpoenaed for. Okay. She used my name in the subpoena. Now, granted, she was mad at me, didn't like me or whatever. And the reason I believe she she didn't want me to be telling people the truth and coming forward or whatever. But my whole thing is I never had no plans or intentions to smear her, any right. of that. When I got subpoenaed, I'm like, you know, who was who this white lawyer subpoenaing me? He wasn't transparent in his letter. I didn't know if he was representing seven acquisition in nightclub or if he was representing Rhoda. So he was trying to be slick with me. And I said, oh, I'm going to show you what slick is. So he asked me and I said, sir, I was there that night, but I did not see the incident. Then he asked me to attest to her character. And I told him, I said, you know, she lives in another state. She's a good person. We go out, we have fun. No, I'm not going to get into detail and tell you that she's an alcoholic and all of that, because at the end of the day, I don't have time to be subpoenaed by some stuff. I know that's not even true. Right. So tell me this. What did she say happened that night and what actually happened that night? Um, she, she got on video. I think I sent you the video, Shanna. She got on it video. Did it come through? I'll resend it from okay. 2020. She basically said she was beat up by four black security guards, four black okay. men. Okay. That was her, that was her speech. The okay. story that, the story that. Habit of throwing black men under the bus. Wow. Four black men. Wow. Evil. And I, and even though I didn't see it, a crowd of 200 people, mostly black, you know, may have been a white person here or there, mostly black people. That B-I-T-C-H is the reason we can't get in the club. She was trying to fight all of us. I said, okay. And she ended up getting dragged by black females. They, 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 they gave her a, a, a shiner. They gave her a black eye. To come to think of it, when I look at that, how her face was, that's the face of somebody who got punched. And beat up, not facing somebody that hit with a brick. Like I said before, you get hit with a brick, there's lines in your face, there's blood coming out, and you may not even be talking, or you will lose your eye. There, the the day the video came out, there is a story about a woman in Africa who got hit with a brick because she rejected the advances of a of an African dude, and she lost her eye. That is the injury of a someone being hit with a brick, not someone that looks like they got beat up. And for which this woman just described, once again, she got in a fight with a woman, with a bunch of women, and it didn't end well for her. Okay. So, girls, um, I actually befriended, she was a Somali girl, she punched her in the back of the head. She punched her in the back of the head, and, you know, she, she ain't real, you know, outspoken and outgoing like that. If you punch me in the back of the head, I'm going to hit you back. Anybody else would have hit you back, you know, but she's when she's when she drinks, when a lot of Somalis drink, they get they get active. So, they get active. So when so when she so so when the when you got subpoenaed, did you have to go to court or what was the court about? What what was the outcome of that? I didn't have to go to court because I told the lawyer, he said, Oh, well, you didn't even really see anything then. You know, and I, my, 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 my judgment was that, oh, he's representing seven. He's not representing okay. her. That was countersuit. So I, even though me and her were not on, you know, speaking terms and I called her after that, I did. And I told her 
I said, somebody's going to pull your plug. Somebody's going to find you out. I said, even though you and I are on speaking terms and you never, and she apologized, you know, we were on video chat. I showed her the subpoena letter. I said, if I was a low down, dirty something, and because she has a habit of befriending people and then calling you, uh, oh, you're, you're a broke bitch. You're a, you're a this, this, you're a this, this, you're a that, that. That's the habit she has. But those be the same people that you want that you want to rock with you. It's other people out there that she said certain stuff to, and they probably willing to come forward. But again, like I said, my thing wasn't to smear her when I when I caught when I talked to her in 2000, um, 2021, that following year, like it was September of 2021 with the subpoena. I told her, I said, I didn't have time to go to court and deal with all of that stuff. I said, you need to watch what you're doing out here. You know, because it had already been pretty much proven a hoax, even by a girl in her community. Um, she's a makeup artist, and she does a lot of people's makeup, African-American, Somali, and she didn't want that type of heat brought to her, you know, to her business. Her brand. Yeah, there was a guy in the comments. He was a photographer. He was there that night. He basically confirmed the same story that I did, that she was not beat up by four black men. She was beat up by women. But she won't tell people she was beat up by women because it's easier to say, oh, a man did this. A man did this. And even, you know, I don't, you know, even when it comes to the white men that she slaps and stuff, it's like she is really on that feminist kick. She don't care if it's black or white. The problem I see is you really going to get these black men hurt out. Right. And you're going to get That's because you're a prophet. You got a question. I'm sure you, I, I can tell the look on your face. You got a question. <laughs> yeah. I got a couple of questions. Uh, first, first, let me uh, uh, confirm this. Uh, back in back in 2020 or 2021, she got a drunk driving uh, charge, and she got she got charged for that. Had to go to court, and she got it. it it's been it's been reset as early as this year, January this year. Um, the the same Rhoda Rhoda um, Osmond. Yeah, Rhoda Osmond. Okay, yeah, I, I pulled that record. And she has a drunk driving charge where she got caught. Um, I found it on. Uh, uh, I'm, a, I'm friends with the person on Facebook and I found it uh, by this person. Um, I'll let you know the names of the. Uh, of the person who. Uh, who did the video. I don't want to put her name on it, but I'll tell you about this guy. These guys right here. They uh, they know the person. I'll um, it's it's on my Facebook page. All right, I'll send you the link. Drunk driving. Um, so so that that incident that happened at that club, I did have somebody reach out, but they wouldn't they they were not willing to go on camera. Um, but I did reach out to the Somali community here in my town. And they know the Somali community down there because they're all family. Yeah. And 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 um and when I spoke to them, they know who she is. They know Very exactly known. who she is. Very known in her community. So, so so all these different um uh, GoFundmes and ways to raise money is because uh she she's getting surgeries or wanting to go party. Um, she's she you know to to pay her bills things like that. That's how she that's why she raises her money to do this um, um I'm, I'm gonna say this from that standpoint 
Um, as far as her like being a scammer and doing all of that, like that never really clicked to me. So I can't really say that um, she does that. But when you put two and two together, it, it does make a lot of sense because the girl has been traveling internationally, all of that. But I'm not going to sit here and say that that's what I what I know her as. Like I said, I know her as being a raging alcoholic and turning up on everybody. So I can't really speak on the money aspect of it. But um, yeah, every, if, if you really put two and two together, when she does the GoFundMes and stuff, next thing you know, she's out of the country somewhere. She's in Mexico. In 2020, when the incident happened, she was in Mexico like a week later to celebrate her birthday. Would it be? I want to come back. Fair to say, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Would it also be fair hold, to say hold on, that? Hold on, hold on. Let, let me say this before I begin, and you can take that. Did, when is, don't she have a birthday coming up? Or yeah, I think so. Her birthday in July. She's a Cancer. Her birthday is okay. in July. Her birthday. Okay. okay. So I, I want to explain something about that too. I seen the. Um, driver's license like a day off or a year off and Rachel kind of explained how they share their information in that community too it's probably how she evaded if that's the right word I'm tired um, some of those charges them driving uh, incidents mm -hmm. um, I want to go back to um, the money thing we talked about um, I want to I want you to talk about the insurance uh, thing in 2012, but I want to go back to um, Prophet's point about the club incident. Um, I didn't pull all the documents, but I did see on there that it said settlement. And I got to thinking, I'm an insurance agent, so kind of know, know some things about premises liability. If you're on somebody's lot and you say you got hurt and there's no security, Security, no lighting, stuff like that, that club or that business, you know, can be held liable. And I'm kind of wondering, is that what she was trying to set up? Like, why was the security across the street? Were they at the club or at the gas station? Do you remember? Uh, from I'm sorry, not you. I'm talking about oh, profit okay. or oh, okay. flow. I'm sorry. Okay, that's for profit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Prophet got all the X's and O's. Yeah, so, so yeah, so when I did my digging and found out, you know, found all the stuff that I needed to find, those two young men were across the street at, at the um, at the gas station, and there's a checkers also next door to that. They came walking the back across the street, and that's when they heard her yelling. They didn't see the incident, and uh, and she did describe and say that a man a man um, uh, did you know on the video she said a man did it jumped in a car. You know, first she said he jumped in a car with, you know, some black men. Then she turned around and said he jumped in the car with some women. Um, but with them, she said a man in the suit. There was a man in the suit that was standing there. He was calm. He didn't, he wasn't trying to run or anything. And, um, you know, they, they looked at the guy, you know, he looking at them like, you know what? You know, and they kept showing the parking lot too. There were no bricks out there. There was gravel, little bitty gravel and stuff where the parking lot was being done. So I did a aerial view. And I also did a, um, uh, I did a sky view area view, and then I did a 3D view. Um, and then I, I, I zoomed all the way down to that exact parking lot where they were standing at, and there's loose gravel. I didn't see any blocks, no construction uh, material, anything in that alley right through there, right? So I'm like, okay, where'd the brick come from? Um, but I also- Isn't it kind of uh, strange that she says the guy had a suit? All this information, and he didn't call the police. He had a suit. What color suit? He jumped from car to car. Hmm. 
yeah, this ain't this ain't no lie. She telling the truth, right? She telling the truth. Listen to the video, and I heard the the young men say there was a there was a female that she got into it with, right? And she also said that, but then in her video when she was screaming, you know, the original video she was screaming, there was a there, there was one of her friends standing there with her. So you know, I just, I just had to zoom in and listen to that. But that's how that's what I heard, you know, mm -hmm. uh, through all the video and all the melee and everything. So it kind of describes what Rachel was saying how, because um, I think me and you, Rachel, we were up talking for a long time that she did she take theatrics. Because it seems like once the guys came over, it was like, boom, action, and go, you know. She's so that's what I'm. She is actress. I'm, I, um, and, and a lot of Somalis, like when they're looking for sympathy, they start crying, like, you know, but when this happened and this, they're very, very theatrical. And um, she has picked up that trait uh, from them. Um, I can't tell you how many times I have sat in front of her and others uh, in her community and they put on the crocodile tears and it's the old woe is me and um, they love hollering racism, racism, racism when somebody white does something to them, but they are very disconnected right. from African-American people because they are not foundational black people, you know, mm -hmm. and she tries to connect herself to black struggles and black issues and even me being who I am, it's certain stuff I would never get. I would never get on a platform and say like, you know, uh, oh yeah, I got out of a ticket today or whatever. Like, okay, well yeah, that's because when they pulled you over, they, you know, your hair was blonder. I, it's just certain things you don't say, and then people looking at you like, okay, but now now you want me to help you. Now you want me to ride for you, but you was just out here turning up. Right, so. right, 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 right. And it's just so weird to be so educated and want to, I think we were talking about like she wants to be ghetto or she likes the low uh, vibe. Um, and and I, I'm not even gonna, you know, there are certain things that I saw people saying about her that I don't necessarily rock with or agree with. And, you know, me and her met, you see this Jamaican flag in my background, me and her met in 2010 at a Jamaican party and me and her, we get on the floor, we dance, you know, I still get on the floor and dance. That's what I do. The only thing with her is people are now connecting her to, oh, being promiscuous and you're a feminist, like you're taking it to these levels of now people are painting you out to be this particular image. You know what I'm saying? No matter how much you try to hide it or mask it, now people got you as this promiscuous feminist and you're you're a Somali who's inserting yourself into African American trauma and struggle. So now you're being found out. That's, that's pretty much the synop that's pretty much the synopsis that I'm giving. Mm -hmm. You know, that's totally my opinion. Right. But you know, I'm not gonna sit here and say, Oh yeah, she twerk and shake her butt and do all this because I do still the same right, stuff. Right. You know, but right, 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 right. You know, the bottom line is the, 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 the character is, in, is very definitely in question and it's an obvious fraud situation and yeah. I feel for the people who gave up their money, their hard-earned money to the GoFundMe and also I feel for the black woman. $40,000 this woman finessed. $40,000. Wild. And black men were trying to tell her and some black women were trying to say that there's something wrong with this woman. Her story don't add up. Get cursed out, called everything but a child of God. Now look at you. Now look at you. 
She off somewhere in the Bahamas or wherever with your money. Women that come after her and Carly Russell, because what people don't understand, when you do this for a living, you do this, this is my life. I don't do nothing else. So, so I'm in tune in a whole different way. I already see the effects of, I fight for black women every day, right? So now I'm posting, just recently, I post the same stories where I'm calling out people for disrespecting black women. Now I'm getting a lot of black women and men like, well, I got to wait a week to see if this is real. And so before people ready to stand and fight for black women on my page, yeah. the minute I say, hey, this boss called her an N-word or this, this grocery store harassed her for being black, they ready, they on set, ready, set, yeah. go. Now 80% of them is on ready, set, go. 20% already is like in the comments like, well, let me wait and see if this is true. That's and see, this is the part why people just be hooping and hollering and don't and don't understand this is serious when you when women is doing this fraudulent like 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 and, and nobody and and and, and y'all not and y'all letting it go. I'm not like because like as a man, I'm not gonna speak but so much on women stuff. Absolutely. I expect women who queens to step up and get them together. I'm not getting no. Here's the problem: not every woman's a queen, not every man's a king. And until in the black community they learn to understand that, this is always going to be a, a natural occurrence. You're going to have frauds, especially the female frauds, and they don't get called out. Okay, because they want to. They'll play that game. They'll play. Oh, what you doing in female business? Okay, they'll try to say you are. You know what? Your your funny style. They'll try to shame you into silence, until. They start holding women accountable for crying wolf. This is going to keep happening, especially if it comes out of the uh, the low vibe, the, the the black community where you have people of low vibration that feel they're not accountable for anything because they're born of a certain gender. Female together. I tell you the facts, and other than that, I defer to women when it comes to women because I feel like y'all should step up and let them know, like, look, y'all got to chill out because. They're not going to step up. They're not going to do that because they're not going to want to feel the backlash. Women don't like other women sometimes. And also women are afraid of other women sometimes, especially if they're ratchet, unreasonable, and willing to harm you or get others to harm you. I know others that are just as the same like low vibrational mindset that will do damage. They don't care about the truth. They just care about being represented. They just care about their time in the sun. They don't care if they you know, get a black person harmed or they give, give a bad image to black people. They don't care. They want their time in the sun. And if how dare you try to hold me accountable? How dare you show that I'm a liar or I'm in the wrong? You're a traitor. You're a pick me. That's what they'll do. And they will. that's why you will never see black women hold another black woman accountable. Just quit asking about trying to tell black women to be accountable for each other. That's not going to happen. That's why the black man got to step up, step in, and check them. They don't like it? Oh, well. They call you names? Oh, well. Because they're not doing their job. That's why black men got to do it for them. The ones who care about the truth. The ones, not these blue pill beta male simps. They'll say, we'll call them queens and let them get away with the same toxic behavior. Because, first of all, it's no facts. Y'all are condemning black men with no facts.
so now we the bar has been set that we can condemn all these black men with no facts just Pretty. somebody saying i i could i could have a toothache and let my face swell up and go in the middle of black women and say hey they slapping me and all these people ain't do nothing and then the video over now everybody condemning every black woman they didn't see the injury nobody saw nothing and now we're going to run with that and condemn a whole demographic. Right. That's it's caused, yeah, it's caused a huge, a huge divide. Um, one of uh, my friends, a content creator over on YouTube, um, Nyla says, she said her, her husband lost hundreds of subscribers. I know Foolish did. I know I, I just got I cussed out. <laughs> I don't have a, a huge following yet. I just got cussed out. Um, did you want to mention anything? Because I sent the paperwork and I'm going to probably post it on my page later. Um, I saw some scandalous stuff in there. Uh, I know she had some um, drug use and, and, you know, things like that as well. But um, the insurance, um, didn't she like do like some kind of insurance scam? Went to virgin islands and then that's how she ended up in texas for 50k so and the thing about it is people who she's you know um bullied or talked about have basically because people people knew that me and her were friends for a long time so i had somebody come to me um a few years ago probably 2019 2020 something like that um and she was somali she said you know she got fifty thousand dollars from uh a car, a car insurance thing where, you know, it, it wasn't uncommon back then for somebody to say, oh, somebody hit me and it would be one of their people and they would get money for it. She got $50,000 in a settlement and about 2012, she moved to the Virgin Islands. So and you all know this is making Somalis look very bad and not only the eyes of um, other ethnic groups, but black Americans. Her actions are showing you can't trust some Somalians. That's the only thing I can really attest to. And I, I learned about that about three or four years ago. I said, oh, okay. You know, and I just. I and that was money. a scam to get that money. Pretty pretty, pretty much. Yeah. She got like $50,000 um, from an, an insurance settlement. And as you said, you saw it as, um, you know, received or it was um, settled or whatever. So <laughs> that's how she was able to go to the VI, Virgin Islands. Um but yeah, she, if she knows that she can get some money, and like I said, once she turns her off, she's, oh, black women this, and they're nappy-headed, and their wigs, and they're, you know. See, that's the, that's, that grinds my gears right there. <laughs> that grinds my gears right there. It's not what she's saying. saying. I, I think I'm more mad of how we are just supporting her blindly. It's sad. And if you try to say something, um, uh, I'm, I'm a pick me. I think I got that one. You know, and some other choice words people had to say. And I have, the, you know, the main reason I have not reached out to her, um, because when I first saw the video, you know, I was, you know, I, I empathized with her. When I saw the video on the shade room, my first reaction was again, again. And I knew that I said, this is just like 2020 repeating itself. Wait, that's what I meant to ask you, man. Your first reaction 
when you saw her video on the shade room was what again and again more so i said oh you out here doing this again that was my reaction like here we go again here we go again here we go again that was my my reaction and the reason i didn't come forward or make no video or comment on the shade room I, I I knew it was so fresh. I said, Rachel, if you do that, people are going to automatically, you got a white dad, you benefit from a system of white privilege. So I just, I set back a little bit. Right. You know, that, that I, I'm going to be real honest with you. A lot mm -hmm. of things I don't speak on, not because I'm scared to say it. I said, let me let this kind of bubble a little bit. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, I looked on TikTok. I said, oh, they're pulling your car. It's starting to bubble. I didn't have to do it. You know, right. I didn't have to do a campaign. People who don't, you know, when she, when she did what she did to me in 2020, it hurt me. It hurt my feelings because we have been friends for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. This was not just some woman I met, you know, in a club somewhere. I had, I met this girl in 2010. So at this point, we have been friends for over 10 years. So it was hurtful to me when she called me all out of my name and we rode in the same car together. So when you, um, from the sir from the black news network when you made that comment that she with one of her friends and somebody was saying that she got into it with one of her friends she will get into it with the person she's riding in the car with Mate. she will get into she's riding in the car with if you the designated driver and she's drunk or she's whatever she'll get into it with you she gonna call she'll call if she's upset or mad enough she'll grab at the wheel all of that type of stuff there's no there's no filter on what she does tell. I, See, that's no what that's and that's why people get mad because I can't help it that I can peep stuff before a lot of people, you know, like to my followers or to people on TikTok. It's like I I can see all of that. You know what I mean? Y'all will see it soon, but don't get mad at me because I see it faster than y'all. I just yeah. was born with that gift. I can see how she carry herself. I can see her demeanor. I can read all of that. It's just like it's plain as day to me. Everything you saying, I can read or i've said already like about it. i could just tell you know what i mean i could tell the theatrics i could tell the superior complex i could tell the alcoholism because i've been around alcoholics and alcoholism i know how they cry it's a different cry i'm mm -hmm. just telling you if you in tune it's a different yeah. cry an alcoholic cry versus a legitimate regular cry is totally different and that's from growing mm -hmm. up and I always study people my whole life since a little kid, since a baby. So I can hear that, the, the, the crying and all of that. It's like trauma. It's not crying yeah. from what just happened. He has a lot of deep, <clears throat> deeply rooted trauma issues. Yeah. And something else is going too. Um, and this isn't even to try to praise uh, white people or anything. She has, there, there, you know, she goes around doing these videos. A lot of people who helped her in Minnesota you know, and who were like riding for her, even when she talked about them and did them wrong, they were white folks. I believe and it. And he would use, and again, I'm not putting them on any no, kind of pedestal. I, I, I know what you're saying. Very clear. Because so, a lot of them will help you blindly you like know, that. It's white people I, out I've there seen it. And mad that she's doing this because the ones, and I'm not going to say their names, but they're, they're, there's a woman that when we first, when I first got to Minnesota, when I first moved back in 2010, there was a woman, she opened her house and she let us get ready from her house from the club. And um, it was revealed a few years ago to me that this woman had an incurable STD. 
and Rhoda was going around telling people she has this, she has this, she has syphilis, she has this, and I was just like, why would you tell people that? What about you? And a lot of times when people are projecting things about other people, you point finger three point back at you. Shanna just told me there's a 2012 charge for prostitution on her background. Wow. You gotta be wow. She talking about other people's nonsense, but she got a 304 charge for being a 304. Can't make this up. Makes a lot of sense that this person is real uncouth. And it shows she was willing to throw people under the bus, disrespect a friend right here, all for money. You know, you got to be real careful. You out here pointing fingers at people and, and somebody that was, I, I, I can't tell you how many people she has introduced me to is this is my friend. I'm talking handfuls of people and then turn right back around. She's a this, she's a fat BFTCH. She's a dramatic, she's a this, she does this. And I said, wow. And people told me if she do that to them, don't you think she going to do that to you? I didn't see it back then. Right. I because she was my friend. I was younger and I was told by a woman um, that, that used to party with us. She said, you know, this was about 2010, 2011. The friends you have right now are not going to be the same friends you have 10, 15 years from now, especially in Minnesota, because Minnesota is a clicked up place. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a, and a lot of places probably are, but if you don't already know people here, it's difficult to make friends. So I didn't necessarily see that back then, but I see that now. And she doesn't keep strong friendships with people for long. The people that she is friends with, they ride for her even when she's wrong. Right. And the problem with that is y'all are riding for her. Y'all got families, just like the man said in the video, even though he might have been clout chasing, people have families to go right, to. You know, right, right. He still was telling the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're actually in danger and because they knew clearly she was not in any grave peril or danger you want people to jump in for you and you're potentially creating another skit creating mm -hmm. another scenario right. so that you can get no fun right you can get all of these things she went from seven thousand followers to almost twenty thousand on instagram just from that 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 video on the shade so it was very disheartening to watch because i said even though I saw how messed up her face was, I, you know, I was in the type of headspace where I would never, oh, I would never want that to happen to anybody. But you, you, you had it coming. Mm -hmm. And when something else bad happens to where they do, they really do you in, like mm -hmm. how you beg for, nobody's going to believe you. Cause you're going to be like the boy who <clears throat> cried. Wolf. And that's my biggest thing for her. It's like, you're doing all of this. You don't know how detrimental you are, how detrimental you being to black men, yeah. to black women. Mm -hmm. And another thing that I've been telling everybody that's going to come true, I said, when this GoFundMe money either disperse or either get sent back, whatever happens, at that point is when this case going to bust wide open. Because right now, the few people who know exactly really the real story, they thinking they're getting some of that GoFundMe money. I know how people work. Yep. But That's once, what I said. Once that money either get dispersed and everybody ain't gonna get what they think they got. Another thing too, who's to say she won't run off with that money? Leave everybody 
in the dust and run off with that money. Who's to say she won't do that? This person's time is coming, unfortunately. I hate to say it that way, but you do have women that they bring about their own demise. People don't want to hear that. But women who act like this, they bring about their own demise. Okay? And people will say, oh, you're our sexist to say that. You're misogynist. No. Last time I checked, you're a human being that makes choices. And you're accountable for those choices one way or the other. And this right here, since you needed help to get that GoFundMe running, guess what? If you dare decide to screw these people over, there could be consequences. Those people probably ain't stupid. They know you are a scammer. Some of them do. And they will pull your card and check you if you think you're going to get away with that money. Uh, you know, I know how all this plays it's out. Gonna go, uh, it's going to be ugly. That's when it's going to get ugly. Right now, the few people who know that they ain't speaking, they think they get some of that GoFundMe money. And that's and, the only reason. She does not, you know, you know how sometimes you got people or friends, oh, I hit a I got money, we going to do this. She's not the type of girl to, she's never given me any large amounts of money. I, I already know that. That's what I'm so, saying. That's why it's going to bust wide open so right now. She people, might be promising people a little more than they think they're getting to keep it on the low. They have not, not known her a long time the way that I have. So they may have known her for a year, maybe even two years, maybe three. Mm -hmm. But they haven't known her in the capacity that I've known her in. And she might be telling them she's going to give them something. That's, One thing about it, she don't give nobody no I, money. She takes I know that. The people that do that, they also don't do that. You feel me? I, it all go together. If you scheming and plotting and frauding people, you also not going to be taking care of people on the back end. It all go together because it's, it's a mentality. It's fundamental. You know what I mean? You can't have one without the other. You can't fraud and, 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 be, and be shady on one end, then on the other end, you're going to take care of everybody. Like right. you're supposed to. It don't go together. My father taught me that a long time ago. It's a snowflake. It, yeah. it, it, it all go together. So that's why I said it's going to bust wide open mm -hmm. once that happens. It, that's the only thing it's hoping not, it is. Oh, it's like this right now, ready to bust. I reported it. Oh, and, I reported and it, it. Hey, look, it's really going to get ugly if it get returned. You know, mm -hmm. like if, if it don't, it's going to get all those real ugly. People who donated and then when they find out it was, and again, I've looked at the comments. I've looked at the shade room comments. I've looked at the TikTok comments and I'm just like, Baby, you you putting yourself in a real, real hot pot of water mm -hmm. at this point. You are. Yep. You I, are. I, I, told I think people, this is her biggest. In this day of social media, you can trick people and go viral and blow up fast, but your truth will come out even faster. Mm -hmm. And that's what people don't understand. It's two sides to the coin. Same thing with Carly Russell. It immediately took off, and she was famous, but the truth came out just as fast. Mm -hmm. Cause it's, mm -hmm. it worked both ways. Cause everybody got access. You know what I mean. So if you out here lying, it's a lot of people who got access to social media that can come on here and put their screen up like this and tell exactly what's going on. You know, so people don't understand that. Uh, uh, again, I think it also, you know, go, just to just to reiterate this and repeat this, um, the women, the black women, you know, the Sandra Blands um, and the. Uh, Brianna Taylors, who have actually lost their lives to police brutality and things like that. Mm -hmm. You have these goofy women like her, like, like Carly Russell, 
who are using that trauma, the trauma of African-American women. And first of all, even what I'm seeing in the comments, like you're Somali, you don't even, you're not even looked at as an African-American woman. Let's just say mm -hmm. that, you know, nor do you really consider yourself to be one unless you're trying to get some GoFundMe money. Mm -hmm. You are piggybacking off of the pain and the trauma of black women that black women have had to deal with when it comes to racism and police brutality. Mm -hmm. And you want people to empathize with you when you're well, wrong. Right, right. You know, one thing well, look, that uh, I want to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Prophet, because I was just about to wrap it up, but you can go ahead. One thing I want to say is what 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 BNN is trying to uh, uh, get out there to people, we get justice for any and everybody. But Absolutely. when you do stuff like this right here, it reminds me of, you remember when the uh, white lady accused a, a uh, African-American man of kidnapping her children and, 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 um, uh, and then come to find out they didn't, you know, there was no black man that did it. You know, she did it herself by, you know, uh, driving the car into the, to the lake. There was another incident where, they, you know, and, and it's like it, a lot of people know that they can make money off the backs of bashing African-American men. Yep. That's all you have to do. You're yep. going to make money. You're going to get popular. They're going to have you on the news. They're going to make a movie about you, all that stuff. And it's proven. It's a proven fact. And a lot Great of men, point. including us, were being bashed. Yep. We were getting bashed like crazy. You know what I'm saying? And and you know, I mean, there's, there's people still in the comments. You know, still still saying a lot of crazy stuff. And I don't care. You know, but it's dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Just like when the um um there was an African guy when, when he when he, uh they blamed something on African people. I, I forgot what it was. It was something they blamed on African people, and they they were looking. A, a lot of African men were being attacked. They were being attacked just around the country. They were being attacked based off of a lie. And then when the lie was revealed, nobody apologized. Nobody came out and said, well, we were wrong and all this stuff and tried to make it right. They continued on. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, well, oh well, you know, and then kept on going. But that's what being is about. We find out the truth. And uh, once we find the truth out, we're going to reveal we're going to reveal it. It yeah. broke it, it broke Flo's heart. It broke his heart because he was going all in for this. Mm -hmm. You know, and he, he was telling all of us, hey, we need to, you know, report on this story, you know, and, and he already know how we are. That spirit mm -hmm. of discernment to kick in. We're looking at things. We start it's, when I start doing the eyes, it, it's over with. I'm starting to dig. And when we start digging and everything, we had to break his heart. It broke. Literally, it broke his heart. Mm -hmm. He was, you know, and, and you can hear it in his voice. His voice is cracking and everything. But it was a lie, mm -hmm. you know. But I'm glad you, I'm glad you came forward. You and Sean, I'm glad you guys came. Can you imagine what would have happened if we don't have social media? And she went to the papers and did this. Can you imagine? I mean. She could have made black men already and it public enemy number one. Do you remember Rosewood? One lie from a cheating woman, a woman that was cheating on her husband, got a whole amount of blacks deleted. Okay. Harley Russell. lies about being kidnapped a woman a white woman who already who has suffered losing a child to child abduction came out and helped her and she helped a black woman who was a fraud have you any idea 
what type of divisive emotions could that brings between a community and the community helped Carly Russell. Black, white, whatever the ethnicity was, they helped. But to find out it was a lie, you making the suffering of blacks in this country a joke. And she needs to be sued. And unfortunately, it's going to cause a lot of division among the ethnic groups, the, the, the blacks from um, the Caribbean and from Africa, from the African-Americans. It's really going to start a divide. It could, it may not have to be that way. Okay. As long as people just stick to the facts and we just, all right, let's look at the facts and everything. That's it. We're looking at the facts. Because men cannot be disposable superheroes for these women. Okay. We, we cannot afford to be a Tyrone Muhammad who helps out black women who being mistreated in a, in a, by a salon business, right? And then he gets arrested and then the black women are going back to that same salon the next day. Us black men, men period, cannot afford to be a disposable superhero. We gotta look at the facts first, facts and evidence before jumping into any situation. And for any woman trying to shame a man to jump in head first before the facts are presented, you need to get lost, period. Because us men, some of us are fathers, some of us are caretakers, some of us are the only thing our loved ones got between them and the streets. So you're gonna have to like tighten up your mouth and have some, some consideration. Forward, really. Yeah, have. yeah, definitely. Uh, like I said, um, that's why I told people, I said, I brought the story to TikTok. I blew the story up on TikTok. All right, so that's it for now. All right, I'm done. Um, thanks for coming on, Jonathan Bowens. Um, I'm also on TikTok, or Talk Radio Live in 4K, Rumble, Radical Thoughts 791, Spotify, or Talk Radio Live in 4K. Hit the like button, okay? Helps the channel go through the algorithm. And I am done for tonight. Later. <laughs>